Oh, how about you, Margie? Well, I recently opened a digital piggy bank on my banking app, which just to begin with, I think it's really cute that it actually has a break function. Like when you've reached your goal, you break the piggy bank. That's, is that like an animation and everything? I don't know. I haven't finished. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out. It gives you more incentive well, to save. <laughs> and incentive to listeners to keep listening week by week. Is there a breaking animation? Who knows? Stay tuned. Please stay what's tuned. What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> money. Digital money. That's what's in the box. <laughs> Digital money. That's exactly it. Yes. No, it, oh. it, it's quite cool. And it's an interesting little feature to add to a banking app. I've never seen anything quite like it. Rather than an actual saving product, you know, with an interest mm. rate, it's just a separate little pot that is quite literally a piggy bank so I can save towards something specific. You can give it a goal, give it a date, all the rest of it, and it tells you how much you've put away. But it's, it's, like, a di- it's like a digital... A digital mattress you hide all your money under, so the cost. I mean, um, piggy is the digital piggy. But come on, you don't need to break the uh, <laughs> the paradigm here. It's yeah, a piggy yeah. bank. <laughs> <laughs> but like I've I've seen such products in like some of the, the the fintech apps, the ones that provide like a subset of what you need from banks. Uh, you can open an account, you can deposit in it, you get like a Visa card. You know, just the basics of the basics. Some of those I've seen have like a digital piggy bank system. I feel like this is so on brand that. Rather than asking me what am I saving towards, you're talking about <laughs> fintech. <laughs> so, Moggy, what are you saving towards? <laughs> I want a new iPhone. <laughs> there it is. Uh, it's that time of year again. <laughs> the grass is always greener in quarter three. <laughs> Which is oh. the topic of today's episode. Hi, welcome to Indulgently Minimal. I am Moggy and I am joined by Jeff. Hey, hope guys. And Murdoch. Hello, everyone. Looking forward to this one. This one's going to be a fun one. Well, yes, in the spirit of 20 episodes on, it's been 20 episodes since then. So welcome to Your Phone is Okay 2. Moggy wants the next iPhone. <laughs> Spoilers, his phone wasn't okay, apparently, it seems. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's probably a good place to start. Moggy, is your phone okay? It depends on your definition of okay. <laughs> oh, that's not a good start. No, that's the thing. It's not broken and there's no like shattered screen it has picked up a mystery scratch that i have no idea how it got there and for a day or so i thought it was a hair that i wasn't flicking away properly no it's a scratch it's there forever i can see this it's really driving me mad but moreover i am now on to not just having to charge the phone every day i have to charge the phone at midday Mm. i'm almost at two charges (laughs) a day now before i go to bed Mm. and i you're in my territory now with a tiny phone, tiny battery. Ha, live like I do. <laughs> my too, he has finally joined the club, yes. <laughs> I don't like this club. <laughs> I don't want to. You become oh. very familiar with where all the key charger locations are in your oh, house and God. office. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it doesn't become like a weekend phone. It literally becomes, this is what, you know, this this will get me through the working day. Yeah. Well, it's um, not doing if that If I have anymore. any other plans later. It's not getting mm-hmm. me through the working day. Like, I have to either use... Oh, my, that's not good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have to charge it generally after lunch I'll get back to my desk and I'll have to plug the phone into either a, a power bank or I have like a USB-C to lightning charger as well mm. that's kind of where I'm at so 
Now, the other thing that I need to remind myself is that this phone will not be going into the, you know, the great uh, recycle pile in the sky. It will most likely get passed down that great tech re-giving <laughs> yeah. ladder that we all experience. <laughs> I don't know, mm. you know, there's the, uh, you know, grandma gets a new phone eventually once it's worked its way through, you know, um, uncles down to nephews, down to non-tech savvy parents, finally to grandma, like, oh, look at this, I've got my iPhone, and it's like an iPhone 3. <laughs> <laughs> so the only way that's going to happen is if the phone gets a battery replacement at the very least. And the irony's not lost on me, being that this is indulgently minimal, that I can do that battery replacement for me. So why am I saving up to buy a whole new phone when I could just replace the battery in this one? Well, that is the question. But, I mean, that's well, not as fun. That's not as fun, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, well, it's not as fun. Well, ultimately, the podcast me, is Jeff. not called Minimally Minimal. <laughs> <laughs> podcast's not called Minimally Minimal. Otherwise, that would be a different conversation mm. entirely. It'd be... I, know some, I know I'm supposed to be on the more, you know, uh, naturally I sit on the more minimal side of things, but sometimes it's just really fun to sit on Marky's shoulder and just go, buy the thing, buy the thing, go on, do it, do <laughs> it, it, do even. it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just fun to sit back and just go, ha, 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 dance. <laughs> Does that make me a bad man? Yes, it does. Yes, mm, yes, it does. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's probably worth like starting out like this is an iPhone XS, so I don't know where that sits for a lot of people. Like, I feel like it's at that cusp of there's nothing wrong with that model except for the age. Mm. And, and it's, it's, it's getting on in years now. I mean, it's aged. It's done you well for quite a long time. That's, that, that's, a, good point to bring, that's, that's a good point to bring to the table. Like, how old is the phone today? I got this phone at the end of 2018, so we are, it's had four years, we're into year five. We're into year five. That's a pretty good amount of time to have a phone that is still in pretty good working condition. And I think that's a really good point to sort of say why I'm saying I want the next iPhone and not I want another phone. I never had an Android mm. that lasted this long, especially not without needing some serious kind of ROM hacks to step back from the the bleeding edge to you know make use of the older hardware iphones mm -hmm. do in my experience last longer and that's why i'm also in the ecosystem i am trapped i'm a victim send help <laughs> I, oh, i'm not gonna lie like God, getting you really, you really are you are so in the ecosystem it's 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 He's in I, there. He's trapped forever. It's it's difficult. Yeah, it's well, difficult. It has to be mentioned. It has to be mentioned. It's mm. it's a very. I don't know what the word is. I want to say tar pit. Uh, <laughs> you know, some, something that evokes that same sense. It's like yeah. once you're in, you're, you're you get sunk in pretty deep, and it's very difficult it's, to be careful. It's quicksand. It's like it's like a it's like <laughs> we, a black hole. Once you pass the event horizon, you just yeah. doomed all time. Oh, yeah. Time and money yep. cannot escape from it, and you become you become apple yep, boy. Yep. Well, Pretty the, much. There, there is the other odd argument of what's outside the walled garden. Chaos. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. The reason I moved to iPhone away from Android was because I never really liked stock Android, especially because like I would buy often, I would buy a phone that had good hardware and then put a ROM on top of it to get the software that I wanted. You know, I do some quite heavy changes to the phone and I got bored of doing that. Hmm. My limited experience with Androids has been at some point in time, I think I, one of the iPhones I was using suffered an unfortunate fate. A friend had a spare Android lying around. I think it was one of the developer style phones, like a Nexus. 
that he wasn't using and he was kind enough to lend me for a period of time. My experience during that period was the phone was either in a state of being flashed to some new software <laughs> or has been modified to a point of non-function. <laughs> it's like, uh, so it's either being repaired or in a state of being broken because I've tampered with it too much. So I, I switched I switched back just to stop myself. I needed a functioning phone. I was going to say, like, <laughs> if you're the kind of person who, when they get a video game on PC, tends to mod it till you break it, Android is a temptation mm -hmm. too far for some if it's meant to be your daily driver. Hmm. Ah, <laughs> oh, have you seen my new phone? Why is it in three different rooms simultaneously? Well, I had to take it apart, I have to do this, but it's really, really cool. It all works at the same time and the phone is just there going, <laughs> kill me. You oh. joke, but for at least 18 months, <laughs> I had an Android whose weather app would give me the weather for a city in Nigeria. Hmm. And I don't <laughs> did know Did you ask why. it to do that? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Like, the location worked fine. If I opened a map app, it showed me where I was, but it only ever drew weather from this random city. And I don't know why. Looks like it's going to be sunny again, boys. <laughs> no, it rained a lot, actually. Like... That was what was interesting. Oh, wow. Oh. There, there's definitely another point to make, basically. Like, we are not an Apple podcast. We're a very Apple-centric podcast. Just happens to be the hardware that we have enjoyed using. Like, yeah. there are some people who are very happy with their, like, you know, Samsung Galaxy Ultra S something. Or people who are very happy with what What other brands are... I have been out of the market for so long. Well, I was going to... I'm not 100% sure. I was going to say the, the most likely recipients of this iPhone will be coming from a medium to low-end Samsung that they are very happy with and they aren't actually that thrilled at the idea of moving to iPhone. It's just a very good phone to receive for free. Mm. So yeah, no, like where I live, the mid-end and low-end Androids are incredibly popular. They are, mm. for all intents and purposes, good enough for most people. You know, you mm. really have to end up in, say, like my camp where... I do not use these phones anywhere close to their limits. I don't game on them. I don't do anything intensive with the hardware. But this is where my indulgence side peaks, but also where I have to manage some of my own, I want to say, mental health. I struggle with phones that are slow. I struggle with any tech that is slow. It, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. Like it's, it, it makes everything so much worse. It just... Like, Oh, as we've mentioned so many times before, when you've got a device that just it chips away at your sanity day after day after day, just with the little things, it builds up over time. It's 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 there's nothing more infuriating than a slow machine or God forbid, slow internet. It's it it, it can I get break it. your flow. I get it. It it can break your flow. If you are doing something like sometimes those few moments where an application hangs or the phone decides to, you know, not respond, or the computer you're using decides to like get stuck for a little bit as it processes things. It can break your your your, your flow of thought. Yes, yeah. it really does. I mean, like a mild side tangent, the drawing software we use at work, occasionally it crashes or it freezes when you're opening up drawings and it's oh, just, that's... it's infuriating. And sometimes it's only like a 10 second lag, but it's like, it, it, it gets to you. It, it gets under your skin. So I, I, mm -hmm. 10 seconds I, is I, a I, lot. I can understand. 10 seconds it's is a long time. actually a lot. Like I could, like mm. even like 
one or two seconds. Uh, this, the audio editing software I use sometimes has these issues, and one or two seconds after I try and do uh, an edit is enough for me to start questioning my sanity, yeah. or, or at least call IT. So yeah, like all of these things come together to where I want the higher end phones. And I think back in the pre-2016, 2018 era of phones, Android mm -hmm. was the better value proposition for me, where mm -hmm. you could get the same amount of hardware value for half the price of an iPhone. Once the higher-end Androids became the same price as the iPhone, that whole thought process shifted a lot for me. And mm. now I have a MacBook, I have an iPad, and my iPhone oftentimes, especially when I'm traveling, I don't use it as my main doing things device. It becomes a modem. And the small spoiler for the listeners at home, this entire call is happening on an iPhone right now. I am using my iPhone as a modem because my cable broadband is not functioning right now. I would miss that functionality a lot. And even though the Android phones can do that, they can't do it in that seamless way that the Apple things do. And it's those little things that I feel have hooked me. It's not that I wouldn't be able to do them. I just wouldn't be able to do them as easily and pleasantly. Well, that makes perfect sense. I mean, it's, like, it's kind of our thing, trying to make things as seamless as possible or just as easy as possible so you don't have to think about it so it doesn't chip away at your mind like the slow computers do so that's that's pretty much it like the the conveniences you get inside the walled gardens like it's not functionality you cannot sort of like tack on to you know a bunch of other devices like i think windows now has some connectivity with like android some native connectivity with android you can do some of the fancy stuff in terms of like file transfer but like they all feel like add-in patches and and not part of like you know the built-in system Mm. So it's a value add to you as like an Apple all the things user once you get into the weeds of it. And its utility does become a bit more apparent, you know, when you're least expecting it. It's like, oh, okay, I need to quickly transfer this file over to my computer. Oh, okay, I can just airdrop. Oh, that's that's very nice. That's very convenient. And have to think twice about it. Initiate converse, you know, initiate Bluetooth uh, connection. Do you trust this device? Mm. Enter weird, you know, passcodes. Install this obscure software. Like a lot of these things. The are... it just works phrase is a bit of a meme at this point, but it is a huge bonus for me. It, I it, imagine it is. Oh. I mean, like, for example, for me, when I'm trying to watch Apple TV or, you know, basically trying to sign in on any Apple product on my Windows laptop. Mm. You know, I need to go into to, in through a browser to Apple TV or Apple Music or um, uh, what's the Apple Cloud. And about every week, my computer just forgets or Apple just forgets that I've ever used this browser before. So I have to go through the whole thing every time. Oh. And it's not, it, it takes literally like 10 seconds to fix because, you know, it pops up on your phone, you type in the password, do, do, do. And now here I am. It's all good. And, it's all good and dandy. But it's kind of it's just a little bit annoying that it keeps forgetting every time hmm. and i guess that's what that's what life is outside outside the wall looking in sighing looking at all the people having fun in the walled garden wearing their togas i assume you're wearing togas because you're like all civilized and stuff <laughs> while we're out here bashing rocks together <laughs> me make fire yes we eat 
Uh, oh no, we, uh, we 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 do poke. Uh, we do poke jokingly at this. There are some people who are very very happy with their you know Windows PC setup, Android uh, phones, and like you know it works well for them. And you know, props to these people who've gotten the technology they have to work in the way that they want. And I think this is part of the encouragement. It's like you find these devices, you find these items that make your life better in a way that pleases you. Yeah. Mm. The walled garden is appealing for a certain type of people. Outside yeah. the walled garden is also appealing for a certain type of people, and there is no right or wrong. Very good point. So, WWDC is coming up, where we're going to find out a bit more about the next iOS, macOS, and all the rest of it. Mm. And then after that, we've got to wait until September to know what the next iPhone's going to be. That's always the interesting thing. We don't actually know what the next iPhone is going to add. And one of the reasons that many people like myself have held on to their iPhone for so long is that none of the features of the new ones have been that big of a deal. Mm. However... There are the rumors. <laughs> so I think... And you can always trust the rumors, people. There's nothing wrong with mild, wild, incredibly weird speculation. I hear they're going to transform into small motor cars. It's going to be awesome. We'll ride off into the night on iPhone scooters. Uh, yes. So you heard it here first. If I'm going to sort of squirrel away money for the rainy day that is Apple releasing a new product, I think I need to at least consider why I would upgrade rather than, as we said, just simply replacing the battery in my current phone and keeping it. That's the functional, rational thing to it's do. It's the sensible thing to do, but it does risk you standing by while all the new iPhone users ride off into the night under their awesome transformer <laughs> machines. So it's like, are you, you know, you can be sensible about it, but you will also be literally left in the dust, literally left in the dust, kicked up by all the awesome machines that, that they're going to be creating. <laughs> well, luckily... So that'll, be, that'll, that'll be sad for you. Luckily, the pre-orders don't usually go live until after they unveil it, and it's like a week before the actual mm. thing goes live. So I don't have to make any decisions now, luckily. Mm. And I am normally on the side of don't pre-order, especially when it comes to like games, movies, things like that. With digital... Mm scarcity isn't really a thing anymore you're not gonna miss out on yeah, the hardware yeah. side like yeah iphones once the you know the initial shock disappears from the market they're pretty easy to get but there's always in the back of my mind i didn't pre-order a ps5 thinking they'll be available i'll get one eventually two years <laughs> two years it took me to get one of those <laughs> so I I'm not going to lie, like that experience has kind of pushed me away from the, the no <laughs> unabashed zealotry of no pre-ordering ever, <laughs> especially because I don't, mm. I actually don't live in a country that has a dedicated Apple presence. There is only resellers, mm -hmm. which makes it a it little may, more it does, complicated. Uh, mm. Well, it's one of those things when you haven't got the dedicated presence at that point, it's like maybe you know the pre-ordering is kind of is a safer bet because you know you there's more not not hoops is the wrong word but there's more stages to the process than you know just walking into an apple store pretty much this is this this actually might be a good point to make sometimes not always sometimes the value in a product is not just you know how well 
it performs, how much, you know, value you get out of it. Sometimes some of the value is also in the support network. As in, you know, you buy this laptop, this phone, this appliance today, and you're expecting it to maybe need some maintenance in a year or two. With some brands, like the device is amazing out of the box, give it a year and it starts doing very strange things. Mm -hmm. And if like there isn't a service center nearby that is already an issue, and sometimes there is a service center nearby, but they're notorious for really bad service. Mm. I think like a good example of this might be the Razer laptops. Or I've anything heard, from Razer. I've, I've heard... <laughs> <laughs> Who, have, you been, have you been hurt before, Margie, by any chance? Uh, I, I think all of us have had like a little bit of that, <laughs> that, that, that sort of taste of betrayal. <laughs> well, I have one Razer product and it's a wireless mouse bought for me by Margie. Mm. And it was... Oh, no, it wasn't a Razer mouse, was it? Actually, no, I don't know where it... Oh, it was a keyboard. I think it was a keyboard, or was it a mouse? It's, I've lost my, I've lost the plot. I've just looked over at my mouse, and it's quite clearly not a wireless <laughs> mouse. So I, don't, so I don't know what happened to that one. Mm. Is it the mechanical uh, keyboard? No, no, I spilt tea on that. <laughs> another, okay, just another, ignore this. Another, t- just, another tech product bites the dust. <laughs> anyway, long- ignore me, ignore me. Let's just ignore that whole thing. Long story short, I know what you're getting at Murdoch, where especially like Razer are quite hardline about their warranty. Like I had a game Mm. controller from Razer. I loved it. Broke Mm -hmm. about 13 months into owning it. And they were like, nope, Mm -hmm. 12 months up. We're not touching it. Oh, yep, yep. So like some of the value is in the support you get from the company itself. And I think Apple has been pretty good about that. Even if you aren't in a country, like if you travel or if you find like an extension of the network somewhere, like you are more likely to be able to find some form of servicing as opposed to some other brands. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am, you know, definitely doing my research aside from the actual research on the phone itself on, Mm. you know, whether to go to one of the big box stores or their Apple do have an official relationship with a chain of Apple resellers here. So that's all in. But I mean, what's on my mind is more, it sounds like such a small thing when I say it out loud, considering how expensive these phones are, but it's USB-C. The rumor that this is going to be the model that gets USB-C. Ah, uh, yes, after they were beaten into submission, actually included. Well, if it is USB-C, like actual proper everyday USB-C and not some weird Apple voodoo USB-C, well, if it's proper USB-C, if it's, well, if, 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 if well, it's proper USB-C, that's like a big thing because suddenly you're going around from carrying three cables to one. Well, okay, <laughs> so on that front, yes, they are going to, Im- all the rumors say they're going to implement USB Type-C connections. That's just a shape. Like donuts are a shape. USB Type-C connector is a shape. The rumor is that the base model iPhone is going to have USB Type-C with a 2.0 controller, and the Pros are going to have a USB 3, 3.2 Thunderbolt-style connection, which is a huge difference, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're talking about like faster transfer fees. Uh, faster charging. Potentially. Oh, faster it, charging. Mm-hmm. It's all of it. And so bigger, better wizard magic is, mm. is, is pretty much it. It, it. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see the price differentiation between the models, like going from the base model to the pro. 
the assumption is it's going to be about $250 as it is with everything. Like, I do mm. want to do an episode later on down the line, perhaps when we know more about mm -hmm. pricing ladders, because Apple, are, yeah. they use them very, very well, not to our benefit, but the way they uh -huh. push you up the ladders. So for example, I think right now, is in fact 250 euros, not even dollars, 250 euros is the price difference from the base iPhone 14 to the iPhone 14 Pro, but it's also the exact same 250 euros will get you the storage space upgrade. Hmm. So that's what Apple do. They get you thinking, do I really need a 256 gigabyte iPhone? I do not. I have one right now. I do not need it. But mm -hmm. do I want the better camera and a proper USB-C connection? I kind of do. And I kind of hate Apple for making me have to make this decision. It's 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 not a good thing. It's like it's important to be aware that this is the state of affairs and that it's it's generally not in your benefit as a person, you know, considering some of these purchases. Well, I mean, how great would it have been if, mod if modular phones actually took off? They would fix all of this. <laughs> they do have <laughs> one, but it hasn't been popular. I, 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 unfortunately, I don't think most people care that much. I think besides mm. like this small community of, um, you know, very avid tinkerers, most people are like, I want my phone to make phone calls and answer phone calls. Wait, uh, wait, wait who uses emails? a phone call to actually phone people? Ew. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, everybody's on WhatsApp and social media these days. Well, as somebody who has to buy their minutes by the minute, I am a big friend of, you know, data-based calling WhatsApp, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> iMessage, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, surprisingly as well, as, as somebody who never bothered before, I am very excited about upgrading the camera in my phone because mm. I never realized it until I sort of, had a look at other people's iPhones. The 10s missed that cutoff. It doesn't have good night mode. And I am surprised mm. at how many photos I take that aren't in direct sunlight. As someone who lives in a very hot country, I do not spend time in the daylight. <laughs> in, in the daylight, yeah. yeah. Well, which would be perfect conditions for, you know, most, most cameras will take pretty decent pictures in the daylight. We, we have covered this in a previous episode. Like nighttime photography, it's it's a nice to have. It's not an absolute must have, but if you are doing the upgrade, it better be in there. We do take a lot of photos in the evening, and I you know, do a lot is... of things in the evening. I I realize, <laughs> like you know, a, a combination of the culture of the country I live in, the friends that mm -hmm. I have, and the lifestyle that I lead. A lot of the things that I want to photograph happen at night. Yeah. Well, this is quite, and this is an interesting thing here when we're on this when you're on the verge of maybe looking to upgrade it's a really good time to start asking the questions of what you want out of a phone or what you didn't like with your current phone this is a perfect time to look at it and say oh well maybe it is worth the price increase for this because it's something that i've been severely lacking and wished i had in my current device mm -hmm. Which is why you should go all the way to the top market and spend literally all of your money on this. No, Jeff, no. Do not encourage them. Do not Get feed the demons me, after Jeff. <laughs> Do not feed the gremlins Do after not tempt me. <laughs> it, it's also nice when you have been sitting on a feature for like a generation, two generations, three generations, where you know Dude. the technology is not... Dude, uh, I'm sorry. I, I have to cut in. I have to cut in here. iPhone XS, you then get 11, 12, 13, 14. If I get the iPhone 15, that will be five generations 
of mm. upgrade. I'm just insulted that I'm, I'm just kind of insulted that you missed out the SE there. You know, just, you know. <laughs> well, it's the and the SE too. You know, just, it's just the saying, it's you know. there as there well. There are does <laughs> there are dozens of us out there. They're great phones. The SE they are is great. great I considered yes. it. I considered it as a you know maybe I just get this, but there there's a few things that I don't want to give up and. The camera is one of them. You know, guys, please check out our Instagram. I am uploading quite a lot of content on there, and I'm enjoying that platform quite a lot. And I don't think I could downgrade my camera from the current one to mm -hmm. the SE's. I mean, the SE's camera is like, what, from the iPhone 8? It's bad. I can tell you how much it's bad. <laughs> they're, they're sufficient. <laughs> I don't think it is. Uh, well, don't you just love... I, what I really like about the SE's camera is that I'm a really big fan of, like... Just bad lighting, grainy <laughs> photos that are just terrible. They speak to me as a person. It's it's, it's like a representation of all that I am. So I Instagram, enjoy that. Instagram filters hide all sins. Uh, mm. <laughs> and 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 these are informational photos. I will take a reference picture of this place just for my own reference. I don't need to put this in. <laughs> it's like these are not for display for the world to say. Ah, look how pretty this picture is. It's like ah yes, this is a thing. I can see that this is what it looks like clearly. Yeah. It's like I don't need a high 4K resolution photo of the water <laughs> meter on the side of my house. It's not super important. <laughs> is that a um, two or a one? Uh -oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, uh, so just... in the spirit of mm -hmm. 20 episodes on, what I'm trying to do, and it's something that I think we're going to cover a lot more in depth in our next episode, so, you know, stay subscribed for that, is how I want to apply what we've learned over the last 20 episodes to this process. Mm. And what I'm doing so far is I am really enjoying getting back into the rumor mill because normally I don't really follow much of the rumors about what the next iPhone is going to do because I just don't care that much. But mm -hmm. now that it's coming out, I'm actually kind of enjoying it. Like, ooh, I wonder, are they going to go to solid state volume buttons? Because I wouldn't really like that. And, oh, supposedly the, the mute switch is going to become an action button, which is cool from a features perspective. Not sure how much I'd use it. But I actually really like the mute switch because I've had, it reminds me of my iPods. You know, I, the, I don't know. I don't know if I could do without a mute switch. That that has been a lifesaver in so many situations. You're sat there, you know, rushing to a meeting, and you know, you fiddle with your with, with your phone in your pocket, and you're like, "Did I set it on mute so the thing doesn't go off?" <laughs> As a it sound engineer, nice. I really it's... like the mute button. <laughs> I love the mute button because sometimes the group chats are pinging off, and you're thinking, "Oh my god, guys, just you're hilarious!" But please shut up. I've got to concentrate. I, I, you just, you can turn asleep, off your yeah. phone essentially. So mm -hmm. I mean, we're not going to lose the mute functionality for sure. I mean, like I also but the ease of it you, the that's ease it. Of it it's is the ease nice. of it and it's the physicality mm. but for me it's a nostalgia thing just to go back to a more recent episode it's literally the same button the same feel the same design the same you know gray to red as my original ipod from a teenager and mm -hmm. it makes me smile when i remember that it's just some that little bit of continuity in my life that may disappear and i i'm not sure how i feel about that mhm mm so, but on the flip side, like I'm, what I'm also reminding myself of is that this isn't money that I'm giving to Apple. And this is why I do like saving up for things. Now that mm. I've actually, I am able to afford to put this money aside and 
it's not like a when you buy something on credit where it's money that I have to find every month. Yeah. See, this yeah. is money though. If, if the next iPhone comes out and I just don't like it, that money's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I can yeah, use it's just, it for something it's money else. saved. It's, exactly. That is a smart process. Uh, that is a smart process. Like start, start saving early for things you may want. By the time, you know, you have to make that decision, you may decide not to. And it's not money that gets wasted either. That's if you're, you know, if, you know, if you're in the position to be able to squirrel mm. away, squirrel away, that's difficult to say. Say. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, are you okay? Oh, <laughs> so English is my first language. I'm fantastic at it, as you can hear. Squirrel away. God, that's difficult to say. Yeah, and squirrel away. Like, like, like acorns in a tree for the winter. Yeah, exactly. If you're able to do that, that's great. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, it's not an available option for everybody for, you know, a, you know, a number of mm. circumstances. But if you're, you know, if you can do that, it, it, you know, as you say, the money's not going anywhere. And if you choose not to spend it, mm-hmm. you could just, you know, you know, buy a small motorcycle right off into the night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a bad feeling a couple of episodes later. It's like Jeff, you know, comes into the call. It's like, yes, I now have a little motorcycle that I can scoot off away to the sunset. It's like, what Jeff happened? Jeff away. <laughs> Jeff, you can't just keep motorcycling away from your problems. But he could, and it was totally awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I, I just want to circle back just a little bit. So we're we're, we're looking at nighttime photography over, you know, a couple of generations of improvement by now. Hopefully looking at better processors or more energy efficient processors, at least like the arguments that you get a little bit more battery life from the same battery capacity if they don't decide to increase it. That USB-C port thing, I think is actually like, it's a viable reason to want the upgrade, even if they do some sort of strange applesauce differentiation, like in terms of charging speed and, you know, data transfer, simply because you are very likely to find a USB-C cable these days very easily. Everybody and, you know, their neighbor will probably have a USB-C cable lying around for some device or another as opposed to the iPhone Mm. one. And uh, like, you know, a USB-C port, even with some restrictions and limitations, is better than no USB-C port at all. Because a dead phone is a useless phone. (laughs) So even if it is slow charging. Yeah. And I'm also looking forward to upgrading to a phone that no longer has an Intel modem. It's a really tech-heavy thing to consider, but boy, do I hate Intel modems. Mm. <sighs> I don't know what that is or what's going on, but I can I, I can feel the frustration and the hate, and oh, yeah. clearly Moggy doesn't like them, so I think Moggy should get a new Intel modem phone. <laughs> um, in fact, I'll get you one. I'll get you one, Moggy. You'll love it. Also, also, unfortunately, it's one of these things that are not clearly labeled with some of these products. Like this oh, yeah, might this be is one like of those deep, things. This is like yeah. deep background. Te- like, you know, Apple never tell you how much RAM is in their phones. You've got to go and find this out or, you know, scour the... They sometimes tell you in like the um, the reveal, they've got that big, you know, infographic page, but often it won't be on the box and it's not like an option. So because they don't want you to care about it. You know, they don't mm. want you to think mm. about it. They just want you to be like, it's an iPhone. It's going to work. It's going to run iOS. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the what I want to end on today is that upgrading iPhones is possibly the most disappointing upgrade you'll ever get because of that sweet, sweet Apple magic where you can start the transfer process. <laughs> and then you suddenly you turn on your new iPhone and it's your old iPhone staring back at you, the same background, the same app layout. 
like they make it so easy to keep it that you almost lose that magic of it's new, it's shiny. I get to set mm. it up. Oh, don't bother with that. We'll just fix it for you. Oh, okay. It's oh, okay. not a new. F- it's not so much a new phone. It's like in an RPG. Your phone has leveled up. It's gotten bigger, bigger, stronger, <laughs> faster. But you've still got all your old spells and items. Mm-hmm. It's not so much a new phone as an empty bank account. <laughs> <laughs> we will find out when I smash that digital piggy bank and see if there's mm. an animation or not. I really hope there is. Okay, so we are going to be sticking on this topic for a little bit next week. We're going to be covering another old episode. 20 episodes on, so stay tuned for that. We're also probably going to do a little bit of banter with the upcoming WWDC. Don't expect any direct feedback or reactions, but we will cover the rumors and then probably have an episode a little later than most talking about how we felt about the actual thing. So stay tuned for that as well i'm excited to learn out what the hell that even is so that's going to be interesting <laughs> there's just a bunch of bunch of letters strung together that sounds cool <laughs> okay well you know we've been indulgently minimal you can follow us on twitter at indulgently mini as i mentioned we're on instagram we post as much as we can there so find us at indulgently minimal there if you have any questions, comments, email us at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy and I've been joined by Jeff. Yeah, thanks guys. Go easy on yourselves. Except you, Moggy, make sure you buy, buy that thing and spend money. <laughs> <laughs> and Murdoch. And remember, folks, indulge a little. Thanks for listening. Join us for the next one. Bye. See you later. Take care, everyone.